Thank you for joining us for the WS Podcast. A week later from our last recording, unheard of expedience in getting this out to you. Flaming red hot content right off the press. Um, if anyone's still actually using, you know, like printing presses, I don't think so. There might be some like hipsters in the Northeast who are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is all done on a printing press. Uh, yeah. And I, and I make the papyrus myself. I'd put a lot of money on that. Yeah. yeah. It's vintage, I mean, I bro. It's fourteen ninety nine a copy, but it's because it's it's not even about the content. It's about you, you know the process and the effort we did putting in this final, this product of papyrus and print. Look it up. Look it up on Etsy. Um, actually, I was trying to get some picture frames this week, and again, it's just a thing. I brought this up before. It is just a um, an opulent, opulent uh, thing to have in your home for everything to be framed is just outrageous even if you're just like going to amazon and trying to get like bottom of the barrel you're out 40 bucks just to put something you already paid money for on the wall mm-hmm. in any case you know some people say oh you should use frame you know, bridge western, frame bridges western uh, gave me the uh, the chance to buy a frame for for my degree like uh, 75 bucks no it was like 200 dollars for a gorgeous frame though mm. gorgeous and made but gosh by a man with two fingers. It's just living right Artisanal. up there. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Well, Bryce, um, Bryce and I just got done co-watching Salah's score on Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liverpool and Chelsea are playing yeah. this afternoon, uh, afternoon Eastern time, pardon me. Um, it is Saturday, August 28th, if I didn't already say that. I got so excited that we were back so soon that um, everything is just a blur up to now. So uh, it's 1-1, Chelsea, Liverpool at half after some of the most hilarious refereeing I've ever seen in which um, there is balls pinging around in the box. It eventually it's driven into Reese James on the line, hits his thigh up to one arm, across his body to another arm. Nothing is actually called by Anthony Taylor until the next stoppage of play. And then he goes and looks at a freeze frame. As far as I can tell, he didn't actually look at the footage. He just looked at a freeze frame. Immediate red card for Reese James and penalty <laughs> to Chelsea, followed by a series of yellow cards for Chelsea players asking, you know, what the hell are you doing? Uh, completely lost control. So it's going to be uh, 10-man Chelsea at Anfield against Liverpool. Uh, if they come out with a draw with this, it's a huge result. If they win, even better. But um, just hysterical calamity at the end of the half. Like the referee, Anthony Taylor, completely lost control. Just, 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 just like you could just stand out there like a postman with his yellow card, just, just, just like pointing it at people. One for just, you. You, you, you. you. Right you, there. Yep, yep. you know what would be nice? What, what if? Well, imagine this, Bryce. Imagine if the referees actually carried like eleven yellow cards, and like you actually, as a player, like you were given one in the in the match. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like, it around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're like, I don't care what you do, or it's like they had like a little like transparent sleeve, right, on their jersey, and you have to put you the card in your in. sleeve. <laughs> Can you imagine? It would feel so much more empowering, I feel like, for a referee to actually like be handing out yellow cards. Like, no, you have to take it. But then you imagine the big players who's like, No, I'm not taking it. I'm not I'm not taking it. No. Like the hands up. I I'm, didn't deserve it. This is outrageous. I'm not taking it. Um Well, well in any well, case. Remember that um two thousand six World Cup, there's that video that D V D that we had. I don't know where you got it, but it's still oh, that around Portugal yes. game. So that there's that Portugal was playing Croatia and the Croatian center back got three yellow cards. <laughs> And, and like, three. I think the total, I don't even remember. It was like that 19 was yellow cards. Game. and fi- Oh, it yeah, was. Okay. It was a different okay, okay. Yes, but oh my gosh. Same was, World Cup, right? It was same just... World Cup, yeah. 
It was just a fruit salad of cards. It just was, people just kept I'm getting sent of sent off. Was playing, I know, I know, Portugal was in that game, but I don't know. It might have been Portugal Argentina. Could have been maybe. Yeah. I'm not I'm not positive though. But in any case, um, we'll we'll bring that to you next time because it's just hysterical stats. Like mm-hmm. there's just like no one left on the field towards the end. Um, but in any case, um, with that, leading off with the Premier League, uh, we we promised that we would take a look see at the table um a prediction table for the year ahead we're only two games into the season playing the third now and to, you know i've always been of the opinion bryce i don't really care what the table says until you're like you're seven eight games in and maybe that's starting to tell a story unless you're like arsenal and you've lost your first three games and you have no points and haven't scored so you tell me right now yet. tottenham tied for first with six points is you're just kind of letting that go means nothing Oh. Means as much as that penny you found on the sidewalk yesterday. That's where we disagree. You know what that yes, penny? It was head side up. Head side up. My life changed that day. No one ever talks about if you find like a a dime head side up. Is that like is that ten angels? Is there like an Quarter. equivalent exchange? Half dollar. Quarter. Dollar. I found coin. a silver. I found a silver dollar on the side. Of the That's just a good day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who wouldn't uh, be picking up a silver dollar on the side of the road? would be Cristiano Ronaldo because he makes so much money that it literally wouldn't be worth his time to pick no, it up literally. off the ground. Those stats crack me up. And speaking of Cristiano no. Ronaldo, as we're in the Premier League discussion, um, yeah, Ronaldo, back, he, he is back. It's official. He was about 99% of the way to signing with Manchester City. And then City's like, nah, nah. we don't need you. Well, because City wanted Harry Kane. Yeah, they're not because they lost Sergio Aguero. Well, they're they arguing with Daniel he left. Levy, <laughs> who cannot be reasoned who, with. No, it's just not going to work. He put a hundred eighty million pound price tag on him, mm. which I, City Harry's technically like, probably could afford. But Harry's got like three years left on his contract too. Yeah, he signed through twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. signed a six like, year deal in nineteen. But um, he has no leverage. No, other than being like, I don't want to stay here and like uh well you have so to. he did his so. little holdout and now he's playing again in like the bahamas so, or something he, like he went yeah, on vacation it's yeah. like i am holding out and everyone's like okay aren't you just on vacation <laughs> and, th- and then like because his brother's his agent so it was just completely waffled and everyone's like what are you doing like you know like you didn't obviously didn't get like the thumbs up from city that they're going to go all the way on this so now he's like i'm back at the club for the rest of the for this summer you remember that tweet he said? I was like, yeah. I'm going to be here for this summer. I'm like, wait, that's like a couple weeks. What do you mean this summer? It's like the, a couple the weeks. summer's like almost over. So I, I didn't, that was, I thought that was actually hysterical. And he said, I'm going to be here for the summer. I'm like, okay, big, big commitment from you, Harry. Yeah, like, we like, that. About, we like that. We like that. That's a couple games. Ob- Could be a couple, a couple goals. Games. He, I mean, he was insinuating he was staying for the season. I'm like, I don't know why you don't just say that, but yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's moving and shaking. Ronaldo back to Man United after what ten years? No, 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 twelve years. It was. It's been. It's, yeah, it's been a long. It's been a while. He left in two thousand eight or nine. Two thousand eight or nine. Yep. Yeah, because it was before the turn of the decade. I don't know how and I know that, but I do know that. Pretty prolific uh, goal scoring record there. I think he ended up with like eighty six goals, and so he's gonna want to make sure he hits a hundred. Obviously, he's a, he's a man who likes round numbers. Um, not really sure what happened at Juventus, which is where he was for the past two two seasons, right? Two two seasons or three. Um, hmm. There is a new coach in who's a bit of a hard ass. 
but I just don't know what would have changed. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, live in Italy, live in Manchester. Hmm. I don't know. Hard to pick. And, and you know, like the wages, I'm sure are going to be comparable. I mean, Juventus were just paying obscene. I don't even, I'd like, it was like half a million a week or something stupid like that. Right. It was just, it was just that's dumb, like funny money. Stupid money. Because, I mean, you'll see like $40 million a year. It's like, wow, that's a lot of money. But when you break it down to how much they're making in a week, I don't know if the contract Lord. got released yet. Let, let me see really quick. I don't find think this. it's but, as much as you think. Um, I saw I it was like actually... 15 million pounds a year. Like not oh, okay. much at all, which for no, Ronaldo that's the, is a steal. Or was that that's just the like the fee? That that's was the, the transfer fee? fee. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's out yet what they're going to pay him. Pounds? 15. Yeah, he's 36 years old, right? But he's Ronaldo. He is, but I mean, the man does not yeah. track back on defense anymore. So basically, what this is going to work for United is they're just going to leave him up top and just feed him, which yeah. um, which could be a very effective strategy. Um, I expect he's going to score twenty goals. Well, it doesn't matter as as a defenseman, if you have Ronaldo screaming at you with a ball, it's going to feel mm-hmm. like it was the Ronaldo ten years ago. He, right when he, he hasn't I really mean, he's... lost. I mean, he's he's lost a little bit of a step, but it's still, you know. None of the league, touch. It's yeah. and his finishing ability is just incredible. That hasn't changed one. If anything, it's gotten better. If anything, yeah. yeah. So that's exciting for the Premier League, though. Cavani really is probably going to have to. I wonder if Ronaldo is going to take the number seven jersey from Cavani. Who knows? Because Cavani is a pretty damn good player too. I like. I like the idea of those two old boys up there. Just they're both such excellent finishers. Mm-hmm. Cavani is one of the best. And so, to be fair, all United has to do to be successful this season. Defend. And I think this is indicative where you have them on, on your table is just get them, uh, deliver the ball to them. And that's, that's like not even considering Marcus Rashford is there. Anthony Martial is there. Mason Greenwood is there. Um, Jordan Sancho else. is Jason there. Sancho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is um, absolutely stacked between Liverpool. Still, still oh, yeah. around in the midfield. Yeah. Who I think has five assists already. Yeah. In like, like two yeah, games, yeah, you want to talk about somebody being able to get him the ball, get Ronaldo and Cavani the ball. Pogba is your guy. Is and yeah, so uh, yeah, it's it's exciting. Stretch There's gonna be a lot of goals up to the next Ooh. third. Yeah, that's yep. It's gonna be a lot of goals in at the top this year because just think about these attacks. Uh, Chelsea is Lukaku, Havertz, Werner, Pulisic, Mount, Ziyech. City is uh, Gabriel Jesus. Kevin De Bruyne. God, why am I blanking? Well, they got uh, Grealish. Jack Grealish is there. I know I'm forgetting someone else. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're a known quantity. They're actually stacked. Bernardo Silva is still there. Bernardo Silva. Um, United, like we just said, Tottenham, Kane, and Son, and Lucas. even Leicester. And Lucas Mora. So, I mean, in and, and Liverpool, we all know Liverpool is a great, yeah. you know, Firmino, Mane, Salah. You know they're doing their thing today, so it, it's going to be a ton of goals this year, yeah. and I'm excited for it. So that brings me, Bryce. Let's do this thing, um, to go through our table predictions for the year. Do you want to start with yours first? So Bryce and I did the entire thing one through twenty. Um, but to be fair, for me, like anything past like that whole like twelve through 16, 16 is pretty muddy for me. Yeah, I've, it's pretty. I just kind of toss some names in there. Yeah, I'm pretty agnostic. Actually, ours are pretty close though. They 
it looks like. Um, but yeah, t- t- take me through your your uh, champions and let's do your top seven. So before we do that, I'm just gonna um, uh, the top six of last year. Just over this a recap, we had City obviously winning United, Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, Leicester City, West Ham, and Tottenham and Arsenal. So that's top eight. So this year, I um I'm I, unfortunately I'm I'm taking Chelsea this year. Why is that, Bryce? Why? Yeah. Just, just walk me through some of your thinking. Um, if their attack stays healthy and actually gets a full mm. season off season of gelling together, they're some of the most talented young players in the world. Yep. In my, I, I really do think so. Um, and then you got Conte, who's just steady Eddie back there. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't miss games. He doesn't miss minutes. He's kind of like an emotional and mental leader. He's not a very vocal leader. Um, but I mean, he just leads by example. Everybody kind of feeds off his energy. He's just that that kind of stalemate right in the middle. Then their back line, and then their um, and then their goalie. I mean, they they just have a, a really solid team. It's not the Chelsea that it's it's a really it's a different Chelsea that we've seen that like like ten years ago. So such it's a new. different team. It's a brand it's new, totally new. Brand and new I mean, Jorginho just won UEFA Player of the Year. Mendy won Goalkeeper of the Year, and Conte won Midfielder of the Year. Yeah. So real talent and i think that, it's i don't and then but the, what, the, what they've been missing is kind of just that that just that goal scorer at the top who can just give you 70 80 minutes a game and give and, you a goal and hold and the assist, ball up hold the ball or at least just kind of just like clog the box and, and draw some attention away from the other players they didn't have that i mean Giroud would come in he would score some goals but he wasn't that that big that big presence I'm kind of bummed he's he's gone yeah, though, because what they what they miss is a backup striker to be yeah. honest i mean Giroud could have been really invaluable this year mm-hmm. when they need to rest con uh pardon lukaku. me lukaku but um you know Tuchel's a smart guy i imagine that uh pardon me that Havertz might actually get some time up there. Good. Uh-uh. Um, and he scored earlier today too. So just to, I expect him to get better and better. Um, uh, but in any case, keep keep yeah. walking me through what you got so, here. So Chelsea, and then I have Manchester United finishing number two. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to kind of revisit kind of a little bit of those Chelsea Man United games from you know when when it was Lampard, Terry, and um, against, Rooney and uh, Giggs, Rooney, Giggs, Ferdinand, and Vidic. Like those are some really good games. I think it's going to be a little bit of that. I think those are going to be the two best teams. City right there at number three, and my boys in white from North London, Tottenham number four. My Had boys to put them in, in there. White. And then uh, Liverpool at five, which is really tough. And then Everton at six. Yeah. I like Everton yeah. a lot. Liverpool at five Liverpool is a tough at sell. Five for me. is a tough sell. Mm-hmm. So that that's my uh, that's my top. Are six. they more fifth because you didn't have space for them in the fourth, or do you think that they're gonna that they're missing something? A, a little bit of both, because um, two years ago when they won the league, they were borderline unstoppable, and that was kind of the like team was almost perfect. Van Dyke at his peak. That's when they won the Champions League. Um, Mane and Salah, I mean, you could just kind of keep going down the list how, how good that team was. Mm-hmm. I think Van, how old is Van Dyke now? Yeah, I don't even think he's in his 30s yet. In his 30s? Sec. Not even. I, you know, I, I think the only reason why they're at five is because I put Tottenham there at fourth. 
Is that an emotional decision, Bryce, or is it a logical decision? There's a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. Uh, there. Partly because Van Dyke turned right behind me. 30. He turned 30. 30 on the 8th of July. So mm-hmm. a lot of good years left on those tires. A lot of good years, but he is coming off an ACL injury because he blew mm-hmm. out his ACL last year, right? And those injuries, you know, it really depends because a lot of people think torn ACL, oh, he'll be back in 12 months. On paper, yes. But those injuries are all, they're all so different. And the way everybody kind of comes back, and I know he's got some of the best, he's got the best trainers, the best doctors in the world, and all that stuff. It's but such a mental thing, too, to it, come back from an injury. A, when you hurt yourself, you don't know. You kind of go through shock, and then you get your MRI, and then you're like, okay, I'll have surgery. But you don't, well, at that moment, you don't realize the time the time it takes to get back to where you were because after mm-hmm. about a month if you if you have surgery after about a month all the muscle in your leg is lost and it just takes a lot of time to build that up I'm kind of going off tangent here but um yeah i think i put tottenham there at fourth because i think sun could be one of the best players in the league this year maybe like a top mm-hmm. top five goal scorer um you know who I really like too is Steven Bergwine coming off the end. Mm-hmm. He's a really like solid Berg player. In the morning? I like a Berg, Berg in the morning. In the morning. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's a little bit of a homer decision, but um, I like what I've seen so far. So I know it's only two weeks. All in, right, but and you got Everton at six, and I got them. At six, you, so. Our tables, unsurprisingly, look pretty similar with a few differences. But yeah, so Everton at six with Rafa Benitez. I like that. And, uh, keep going from there. Yep, uh, Leicester there at seven. West mm-hmm. Ham and then Arsenal at nine, then Leeds, mm-hmm. but Leeds there at ten. Um, then after that, like Newcastle, Wolves, Southampton, Palace, just kind of finishing it's, up that. Just throw a dart at a dartboard for you know Newcastle, Wolves, Southampton, Palace. Uh, to be honest, like I just, they'll all end up with between forty nine and forty points. Mm-hmm. I feel like in in that's because Wolves lost Nuno who's the coach at Tottenham now. So I, yep. I, I expect them to regress. Um, I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff. Um, Southampton is kind of a wild card for me because they were not great last year, but they've just been traditionally able to just stick around and, and to rely on their their academy to, to kind of make up the difference in quality when they needed to. So I, I expect Southampton to just keep sticking around. Um, and for your, who do you have going down there? All the way down. All the way down. All the way Bottom down. Bottom three. Um, yeah, Watford, yeah. Brighton, and Norwich. And yeah. you have Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. Um, so pretty close. I think, yeah, I don't think Watford I, – I, I, I think Norwich is a fun team to watch. They just don't have the resources to compete here. They're gonna. I think they're just a team who's going to be stuck between winning the championship and not being able to survive in the Premier League. They're mm-hmm. kind of stuck in a, in a purgatory. And uh, like you said – I have Burnley. I just think they're going to run out of gas, man. I think Sean Dyke has done a wonderful do- Dyche, sorry, has done a wonderful job of keeping this team competitive and keeping it relevant. But at some point, I think the the, the thread on the tires just wears too thin, mm-hmm. and I think this will kind of be their time to. Maybe they're going to drop down. Maybe it's time to see a new face. As a matter, he's excellent. He could go any any number of places and be really successful. But I think. Um, 
I just feel like there's a lot of miles on that yeah. on those tires, and it's just is what's going to happen. And then Watford, kind of similar to Norwich, it's just good enough to to get themselves out of the championship, not good enough to stick around, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, but that, that's, that, yeah. that's the beauty of of a kind of relegation and promotion, right? It, it you you don't get you can't you can't tank in European soccer. And I really, mm-hmm. really love that you you're fighting for every single dollar that you that you make um, because as you know, if you get relegated, the amount of money that you lose is just absurd, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's detrimental punished. to the club. Um, there's a lot of layoffs. You have to make a lot of cuts because it, it's so much money that you get on those TV deals and, and, and sponsors mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, you just can't keep the same team. If you go no. from the Premier League down to the championship, you have to basically and, blow up your roster. And that's what's so difficult because, you know, they, they have some money. They can go out and get some good players. and um, mm-hmm. But but then when, when those players ask for, like, high wages, you are banking on staying there. Otherwise, you if to. you get relegated – you cannot afford those you can't, players. You just can't afford them. You right. cannot, and so it's really difficult. So you kind of have to go up there with your roster that you had in the championship, prove yourself for a few years, save some money. It's really difficult. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, yep. So absolutely. But for teams that can kind of stay like like seventeen, sixteen, fifteen, those teams. I mean that that's kind of how you do it, right? You win those extra games. You get those draws against like a West Ham or Arsenal or Leicester. Um, yep. Just kind of out of nowhere, just a random game. Get in the, the draws of where you expect to lose, and they have right. to stay competitive and kind of the, yep, in the uh, mm-hmm. relegation mini league. Yeah, and I think we both have Villa. It's let me, let, well, let me do this. Um, I have Chelsea winning as well, and I think it's for similar reasons you do. I don't. They got so much depth, and they've solved their goal scoring issue. I think with Lukaku, the only thing I'd be worried about is if he gets injured. But other than that, there's not a lot of weaknesses on that team, and they're hungry. They're young. They're coming. They have a, a manager that's only been in the league for six months. He's still got some fresh ideas, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think they have the legs to outlast a city um, and Liverpool. United for me is a wild card. I have them at fourth, so I have Chelsea, City, Liverpool, United, one, two, three, four, with Tottenham at fifth. Leicester at sixth, Arsenal at seventh, which is just a running joke now. That's just where they finish. Um, Arsenal eight, West Ham nine, and I actually um, did have Wolves up at tenth, but I think that more likely could be Leeds or maybe even Palace, Newcastle. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's tenth at whoever finishes off the top, like in that tenth position, will be will be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think West Ham stays up there. And then there's just like a lot of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, Burnley, Watford, and Norwich going down. We both have Villa at 17th, and I think that's about right. I think they have just enough to stay up, but losing Jack Grealish. Um, I saw a stat the other day that he literally was worth a point. In terms of the games that he played versus didn't play, their average point wow. return was a full point, which is huge. Because, that's ridiculous. Right, like, that is that's, you think, that's ridiculous. Because you think of NFL players and like real like JJ Watt is worth a point. Maybe, not even like maybe. a point. I, yeah. I wouldn't even we, give him that. Right, which is crazy. And to think that so that's a point in a game. Mm-hmm. Jack Grealish is worth a draw. 
he's worth he, like the value he brought to Aston Villa was them losing or tying, which is just absolute insanity. Um, I think he'll do quite well at City. And those and those yeah. margins from seventeen to eighteen, obviously that that's relegation. That's where it's made. That's where yep. it's made. That is where you either earn your club hundred million pounds or you lose your club hundred million pounds. Yep, exactly. That so, is, that that's how much value a player like Grealish can bring to somebody to to mm-hmm. a club kind of down at the bottom fighting. It's those margins are so slim, but one great player can can do that for you. And and I think that transfer was great for for him because yeah. I think he's got such a degree of quality that you want to know what it's like to see Jack Grealish play with other players of his caliber, like a De Bruyne yeah. and he, yeah, exactly. Silva. Um, yeah, and you know, I remember when he first came up, I I kind of thought he was kind of like a little bit of a shit, like he just pretty cocky, bad mm-hmm. haircut whatever i assumed i always thought because that he was going to leave the club too early and fizzle out um but he has not he's not fizzled out no. it's uh, pretty amazing and anything he's taken steps and he's matured and he's grown so um well you know we'll read that we could talk to this ad nauseum but i think case in point bryce and i both have chelsea winning mm-hmm. um i have city at two liverpool three united four bryce has united two city three tottenham four yep. so we'll you know we'll revisit that at the end of the year we've got this on excel sheet and i think um yeah i think i think i think we'll see chelsea at a very hard fought campaign yeah um all right so this is a prediction podcast and so we're going to move over to Seahawks predictions. Bryce and I both went through the uh, entire Seahawks schedule, picked some wins and losses, mm-hmm. and um, ours are almost identical, yeah. Bryce. One difference between a win and a loss against a, a team, but we, we both have them finishing 12-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Um, But Bryce, why don't you take me through yours Take me through how you think we're going to start the season, wins and losses, and how you have them stacking up at the end of the year in the final NFC West standings. So, as I mentioned in the last in the last recording, um, I think they're going to start off almost painfully slow offensively. The defense they're going to make plays, but you know they're they're still obviously they're still gelling together. There's still some still some pieces that they're trying to figure out. Like what are they doing? With uh, Daryl Taylor, they don't really have a weak side linebacker quite yet. So the thing about keeping Daryl Taylor out there, as they have Kerry Hyder and um, blanking on the other guy's name, um, irrelevant. But um, so I think they're going to start off slow, and so I'll I'll kind of start off with week one through week six. They play Indianapolis, Tennessee, Minnesota, San Francisco, Rams, Pittsburgh, and. I think they're going to start off three and three, so they're going tough win start. loss, win loss, win loss. So they're mm-hmm. going to lose to Tennessee, lose to the Niners, yeah. and lose to Pittsburgh, and yep. and then they play. Um, they have they'll have two more games before before their bye, so they'll play um, home New Orleans, um, home Jacksonville. They're going to win both. So going into the bye, they're going to be five and three. Mm-hmm. Then they open up after the bye at Green Bay. Sorry, and as a Seahawks fan, we don't win in Green Bay. I don't remember nope. the last time we have one in Green Bay. Uh, so they're going to lose. I, I really do think so, especially because it's a mid-November game. S- snow in Lambeau, the frozen tundra of Lambeau. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of yep. the, way, the way it goes. Russell's going to have one of his worst games of the season. Um, and Five then they go home against Arizona. 
and our home games against Arizona, we don't win those either. Uh, so I think we're no. going to lose that one as well. So five and five after their first 10 games, probably oh. sitting a third in the division. And I have them winning out seven in a row, 12 and five, because they're going to go Washington, San Francisco, Houston, Rams, Bears, Lions, at Cardinals. Hold on. Did the Seahawks play at Green Bay last year or no? No. Yeah, because they their play record Green Bay last year. Four and eleven. Yeah. On the road in the postseason and mm-hmm. never won at Lambeau. Yep. They they had a um postseason game two years ago at Lambeau. Oh, yeah. they we're down twenty one zero. Russell almost brought him back, but didn't. So Good grief. Yeah, because Russell's been there three times in the regular season, I think. Three. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, he's lost. But in any case, so um, I think that you're right. We're going to have a little bit of a slow start. And, then, you know, there's some tough, tough matchups there against Tennessee and the 49ers and the Rams. That, like, that's a uh, lot. That Tennessee at home, it's going to be a really, really good game. I just think Derrick Henry is going to eat this team alive. I'm talking yep, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, yep. Russell's going to, you know. I think I and I think it's just because the offense is going to stutter now. If this Tennessee game is in uh, December or early January, I think they win that game. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to be but ready for Derrick Henry. I, no, I don't think so because you can't. You don't really get ready for somebody like that. And Pete's gonna Pete's gonna you know, I don't. It's tough. I I just think they lose that game against Tennessee, and they're going to be five and five after their first uh, ten games. Yep, and the the sky is going to be falling. People are going to be freaking out. But then win out. That's my you have them winning out. Winning out. Seven straight, hot fire going into the postseason. I mean, well, these last games here. And by the way, so, winning the division at 12-5, and because I have the Rams at 12-5 and five and the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. This is really, really, really tough. Um, but I think the Seahawks are going to be, as I said, just one of the hottest teams in football from Week 12 on. They play the Rams in Week 15. At LA, and I think they win that game to go four cool. and two or two and zero against the Rams. Four and two in the division. They'll have the tiebreaker and they will win the NFC West for a second year in a row. But I don't have well, anybody in this division with a losing record. So you have Niners at ten and seven. You have the Cards at nine and eight. Yep. It's uh, and, and Bryce and I were talking about this. You, we we can both see a reality where the Niners completely fall apart and finish like six. And, and the Cardinals right. go twelve and five and win the division too. I could absolutely yeah, I, I, I see that. I could conceivably that. see that too. And so, Niners and the Cards are going to be fascinating to watch. I think we know what to expect from the Hawks and Rams. I think twelve and five is about right. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit different than Bryce. I'm close, but not quite. So the differences I had, Bryce has them losing at Pittsburgh, uh, week six. I had them winning. Um which is a big ask because it's at Pittsburgh, but that was just my gut feeling. I had them winning there, and then I had them losing at Los Angeles week 15. So that was the only difference in terms of wins and losses that I had with Bryce. Uh, but where we defer is a little bit different. When I was going through my NFC West, um, and you know, I mean, Bryce has some good points to counteract this, but I have them actually finishing second to a 13-4 and four Rams team. Um, with Niners mm. at ten and seven, and Cards in eight and nine, I think. But I think so the Cards could be interchangeable. Eight and nine, nine and eight. I think it's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, but yes, I, I have the Seahawks beating 
Los Angeles at home started the season losing them, losing to them um, in, uh, in uh, December. So actually I have them going three and three within the division. Wow. And I think that's the big difference. And I think it's, it's just because there's the matchups in this division are such that the Seahawks are going to struggle to keep Russell safe. And, and when that's the case, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard to win. So for the Seahawks team. So you'll have them as the most likely the, I mean, a 12 and five, that's going to get you the, the first wild card in the NFC. Yep. That's my expectation. That's going to be the five seed. So they will be playing the um, the four seed. Mm-hmm. So who's likely to be who's that going to be? That would be the NFC East winner, right? It would it would be the NFC East winner, probably visiting Dallas. Dallas. Probably visiting Dallas. They're I, 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 that's it's, that's why yeah. I see that, and I can see them beating Dallas and then end up playing the Rams and losing to the Rams. <laughs> the Rams or probably um, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be a great game to watch. Oh, such a good game. I mean, the Rams play um, Tampa Bay this year. Yep, and I and I actually have them losing to Tampa yes. week three just because I think it's going to take a little bit. I have them beating Chicago, beating Indianapolis because I, I just think they'll be well-prepped. But I think asking Matthew Stafford in his third week to out-duel Tom Brady is just a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Right? Then they're going to come – they're going to lose there come back, figure it out against Arizona, hard-fought win. But I think coming off the back of Tampa Bay and Arizona into the Seahawks, and uh, this is interesting, Bryce. This is why it's a loss for me. It's because they play the Seahawks on a Thursday, and they only have – it's a Sunday to Thursday. So it's a short week. So I think that behooves the Hawks, can, um, considering the, where the Rams are coming from. And then they play you know, the Giants, the Lions, the Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jacksonville Vikings um, and they actually have a late uh, week 17 game at Baltimore which I think that's just a huge ask I think they're going to lose there then bounce Especially back in January yeah yeah just yep. frozen cold Baltimore yep I mean there I mean imagine having to go up against in your final what is this six games Green Bay at Arizona Seahawks even the Vikings at Vikings at Baltimore versus 49. This is tough way to end the season, yeah. but I only have them losing one. And and, and yeah. Br- Bryce made a good point that, you know, they lost uh, first name's Cam, right? Cam, Cam Akers. Akers. He was their, yeah, he was, he was going to be their number one back. Um, he blew out his Achilles in um, a couple weeks ago. Gone. He's done for the season. And they um, brought in Sony Michelle, who's they, not Cam they tr- Akers. They traded for Sony Michelle, and then they also have a um, – a guy by the name of Daryl Henderson, who, who you know he, he had some good good moments for them last year, but he's not a he's not a twenty twenty five touch back in a game. So they're going to be splitting reps between him and Michelle. But then after that, I don't know who they have. So if one of them gets dinged up, and they're both small players, like they're they're not they're no Derrick Henry, they're pretty small. Mm-hmm. And and I know when you think of Sean McVay, you think of like clever, flashy offense. What it really is is it's an offense built on a power run game, and everything kind of feeds off of that. Um, I think the offense, their offense, is going to be a lot of fun to watch because actually seeing Stafford in a system yeah. that has been proven that, to be successful what, is going to be I a lot. I think that's of fun. what it is for me: is that Stafford is going to get them wins where they wouldn't have got them before, 
And I think McVay, they may have lost Akers, but he's known that for a couple of weeks now. So I think it's actually going to have at least given him some time to adapt. We'll see if that's the case. We'll see if that's the case. Um, but, you know, super interesting team to watch. And they're still, they're going to be fighting for that, you know, that top seed this year. I, I think so. Be, um, yeah. But I mean, Stafford has, he's been in the league since 2009 or 10. He's never won a playoff game. But and I've only, he's only had like one or two, but that's also a thing. He does, he doesn't get his team into the play. He's never got into team, his team into the playoffs. And early on in his career, that Detroit Lions team was, you know, they had a couple of good seasons, except mm-hmm. for that own sixteen season. So, yeah. Um, let's just go back to the to the Seahawks towards the end here. So, you think we're gonna have a slow start? Yep. What game would you point to to say if they lose this? maybe start worrying worrying I, I feel if they don't win both at versus with new Orleans, pardon me new orleans and seattle jacksonville in seattle i think if they don't pick both of those up then you start getting a little bit concerned i think you so, have to expect them to win both okay so if, if they so three and three after pittsburgh right if they mm-hmm. lose new orleans or to, to jacksonville that'll be um you know four and four Mm-hmm. Then I have them losing to Green Bay and Arizona. That's four and six. That's um, a tough and still proposition. winning out. That'd be eleven and six, which it, it, that'll get you into the playoffs. But after that, um, you know, but that uh, visiting Washington though, Monday Night Football and Tyler and I, we actually might be at that game. Um, Hope so. Monday Night Football sounds in like November, Fitz magic at to Washington fits magic and that defense is really 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 good they're a really good defense we mm-hmm. barely beat them last year mm-hmm. so if they lose that game I will that's be tough worried. hole to come back out of yeah because then you gotta then you gotta haul ass home and you gotta play the Niners at home and then Houston the and week. then at Rams and then you got um home Bears think Thankfully, they're not playing in Chicago. Um, home Lions, um, and then they're finishing out the season at Arizona, which is an interesting game to me because both Arizona and Seattle seem to play better in that matchup at the opposing team's field. Yeah. So, yes. but yeah, I think the games to really keep your eye on this year. I think the New Orleans game is important. I expect them to beat Jacksonville. Keep an eye on the New Orleans game. Mm-hmm and keep an eye on that Washington game. I think those will be a good barometer for where this team is actually at yeah. in terms of competing in the playoffs. So you, you expect them to handle Chicago, Detroit, and Houston. I don't have a ton of concerns there. Jacksonville, no, they they have – no, there's a shorter week. It's but barely by a day. So keep an eye on that. Um. And uh, but yeah, I think don't freak out when they're two and two to start the season. Or where did you have? Did you have them two and two as well? Yeah, I think that's pretty safe to to assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but that San Francisco game, they could also come away and win that in the in the fourth week as yeah. well, just depending on and, and, and what the quarterback that situation game is. Too, I mean, they're coming off of a Thursday night game, so they're going to have ten days of rest. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time. I, you know, after the first, after like after five games. There's going to be a couple knocks, a couple bruises, 10 days rest, go to Pittsburgh. I mean, that that's going to be a really good game. Um, I just – this Pittsburgh defense is going to be really strong. They're getting Devin Bush back, one of their best linebackers. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, because we, we went out there in 2019 and played Pittsburgh, and we probably would have lost that game, but Big Ben um, jacked up his elbow, and he was out for the season after that. So, it's I mean, yep. that Pittsburgh game is going to be a really, really, really good game. I, I'm very excited. Yep, I agree. Yep, so that's uh, – we got the NFC West done. Um, I think – Seattle has one more preseason game that's later today versus the Chargers. Right? Yep. Yep. That's right. We expect to see anything from that today. I don't I I'd, I'd, I'd like to see them win just for watch, the sake of watch two players. Trey Flowers and Daryl Taylor. Is is Trey Flowers playing for his job? Yeah, Trey, Trey Flowers I think is playing for his career and Daryl Taylor is playing for that weak linebacker position because hmm. so they have they have Kerry Hyder and then Dunlap. Okay, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Kerry Hyder and Dunlap. They're not right. gonna pull Kerry Hyder or Dunlap for Daryl Taylor nope. who's basically playing in his rookie season. So but they but what they like about Daryl Taylor is he's really quick. He's very athletic. So they want to get their best football players on the field. And when you do that, you kinda you know they're kinda they're trying him in this weak side linebacker position. Um so those are the two players to watch, um, and I hope I, I hope Dwayne Eskridge can get some time out there. Um, in practice, there's been reports he's just lighting it up. Um, he's been be getting nice into to the, see him get a series. He's been getting into the facility at five thirty in the morning, working with Russell, working with um, Shane Waldron. Um, so burning the midnight oil. He, he, he's dedicated. I I just hope he can get out there and um and make a couple plays. Um, but those so, those are the two guys you need to watch tonight because if Trey Flowers has a game where he just Makes a lot of mistakes. He could very well get cut. What does he or need at least to, to save job? his starting job tonight? What does he just not suck, or does he have to really show that he can button this up? But he needs to button it up, and he needs to button it up quick because he's playing vanilla vanilla offenses, very simple man to man. You got Quandre Diggs on the other side of you. You got Jamal Adams. You need to be able to lock up one on one against a tier two receiver. Right, because the thing is, even that Minnesota game, you know, if Kirk Cousins is, you know, not imploding, he'll just target Flower side, and then that game becomes a lot more challenging than it needs to be. Well, and that's exactly what they're what they're kind of fearing right now. Their cornerback position is rough. It is rough. Mm -hmm. They have DJ Reed, who's going to be doing his thing on his other side. He's not an A plus corner. But he, he's um, he's the kind of he, he plays in the manner that um, suits the defense well and suits what Pete Carroll wants him to do. Trey Flowers, remember he's a he was a safety in college, so he he was not trained in college to be a corner and get all those and kind of develop those skills. You know he'll have good plays, right? I mean he he's a really good athlete. He's very quick. He just makes a lot of mental mistakes, yep. and he gets burned over the top. So, and when you play against Matthew Stafford, that's what happens. You're going to get scorched. Yes, it's going to make those Rams games really hard to so, win if you have a so, weak side cornerback who, you know, a cornerback who's making one side of the field. So I, so I said earlier season. that he could get cut. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's not going to get cut because they simply just need his depth. But if he has a really poor game. It may force Schneider's hand to go trade for Stefan Gilmore or, you know, a corner who's or maybe an Xavier Howard from Miami. I don't Ooh. know, but it, 
Well, they got 13 million left in the bank, but some of that's probably going to have that's you have to figure out Dwayne and you're going to have to figure out Quandre. Um and so when we're calculating the um the cap space for this season, that's already factoring in what you're going to pay Dwayne and Quandre, right? Mm, yes. Yep. So do I think that they're both between them going to make $13 million more this year? No. no. So you're going to have some money to play with, but I imagine you're probably going to have. They, they're always going to keep about five or six million just in case before yeah. the trade deadline. You know, if somebody, something goes wrong, like they like they yeah. actually lose a Dwayne Brown or they lose a Quandre or they lose kind of like another depth piece there. They need money at the bank to be able to go trade for one of those guys. So they're not going to bleed it dry and leave them down to right. one million. They're going to keep a little bit. But I, I do think they have about six to seven million dollars that they could realistically spend um and trade mm-hmm. for a player. Yep. I right, we'll keep our eyes on yeah. that. Um but yeah, so this has been the W's prediction podcast, um, both about Premier League and the NFC West. Bryce, maybe next time we'll go around the league and pick our division winners. I think that'll I like be that. a fun exercise before yeah. we uh, get kickoff here coming up soon. But um yeah, do with that what you will. Based on hard research, hard data, capital J journalism is what we brought you here today. Um, and I'm going to go finish up this Chelsea game, Bryce. What do you have on tap for this afternoon? I um, I got to go into the bar for like an hour or so. I got to stock uh, cut fruit. Probably going to go hit a bucket. I might play around by myself if there's a tea time. And then I have um, 6.30, my biggest priority of the week. Fantasy football draft, 6.30. There it is. A long time. I love, love, love fantasy football. You could say Bryce fantasizes about About fantasy. fantasy football. So there's an image for all of you. You're welcome. All right. Thank you for everyone. And as we always say, keep on taking care of yourselves, taking care of those you care about. And uh, we'll be back around soon. Peace. Peace.